we're going in deep, okay? So the word spiritual warfare might spark a variety of images in your mind, from medieval battles to the cartoonish images of a devil on one shoulder and an angel on the other. It's no wonder that many Christians fail to take spiritual warfare seriously. Like the Apostle Peter tells us to be on guard against powers of darkness. Be alert and of sober mind. Your enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. Resist him, standing firm in the faith because you know that the family of believers throughout the world is undergoing the same kind of suffering. 1 Peter 5, 8-9. The best way to resist the devil and fight temptation is through prayer. But figuring out how or what to pray in regards to spiritual warfare might not seem clear. Read on to discover three daily spiritual warfare prayers that will keep you ready for whatever battle comes your way in the Bible. That's all you have to do. The first prayer is anchored in asking God to help us become more aware of the invisible battles for our souls. We can't become so focused on the physical, the day-to-day reality of what's right in front of us that we neglect what's happening on a spiritual level. Now, the Bible does tell us that our battle isn't against flesh and blood, the physical, but against spiritual principalities and rulers. As Peter said in his first epistle, the enemy is seeking to devour us Not to shake us, not to push us around, no, to devour us. We need God to give us the spiritual eyes to see the invisible battle raging around us. So prayer one, let's go. God, I confess that I am too concerned with the physical world and neglect the spiritual. Open the eyes of my heart that I may become more aware of the spiritual battle taking place around me. Remind me that there is a real enemy seeking to destroy me, not to invoke unhealthy fear in my heart, but rather alertness that leads to obedience. Use the Holy Spirit to awaken me that I may become more attentive, watchful, sober-minded. Grant me wisdom to better discern the way the enemy is attacking me so that I may become more intentional in choosing righteousness. Then we got preparing for the battle. Us as Christians aren't defenseless guys in the fight. God gives us the weapons we need for spiritual battle, but they may not be what you think. It's easy to, again, focus on our physical surroundings when it comes to preparation, saving up enough money, having the right job, parenting the perfect kids, no such thing. But these things aren't what Paul had in mind when he encouraged the church of Ephesus. In Ephesians 6, 13 through 18, it says, therefore, take up the whole armor of God, not the sword and leave the, and leave the shield, not the helmet and leave the, the sword. No, therefore take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day and having done all to stand firm, not waver, stand firm, stand therefore having fastened the belt of truth and having put on the breastplate of righteousness and as shoes for your feet having put on the readiness given by the gospel of peace and in all circumstances taken up the shield of faith with which you can extinguish all the flaming darts, not some, all the flaming darts of the evil one and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit. Now the helmet of salvation, again, why is salvation based on the helmet? Because The renewing of the mind comes from reading the word. The word is salvation. So the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God, praying at all times in the spirit with all prayer and supplication. 
truth, righteousness, peace, faith, salvation, scripture, and prayer are the weapons at our disposal. So we must have them ready for battle, which is the premise of the second spiritual warfare prayer. Prayer number two, here we go. God, thank you for not leaving me defenseless, for you have given me everything I need for life and godliness. You are a generous and caring father who desires to protect me and equip me with exactly what I need. Give me urgency to put on the spiritual armor that you have provided and help me not to rely on my own armor. Let me pursue the weapons of righteousness and truth that I may stand firm in your word and not my inadequate strength in Jesus name. Now let's talk about standing firm in the faith. When it comes to spiritual warfare, it's important to note that the end goal isn't finding a demon behind every bush, guys. Instead, it's a call to be faithful and stand firm against the inevitable attacks. Standing firm in the face of temptation doesn't come from our own willpower. Christ is our ultimate source of power and where we find our strength and rest. Even when we lose a battle, Jesus is with us and his love knows no end. No, in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am convinced that neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither the present nor the future or nor any powers, neither height nor death nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Romans 8, 37 through 39. Nothing not even spiritual warfare can separate us from God. We can stand firm in his promise. And prayer number three, God, thank you for being a mighty warrior and a strong protector. You call me to stand firm, not in my own strength and might, but in yours. Your power has no end and your authority demands even the demons to obey your will. Help me, O oh God, to rely on your matchless power to stand firm. When I fall into sin, doubt, or weariness, grant me the faith to rise again, trusting in your faithful promises. Grant me victory rooted in Jesus, that I may be faithful and loyal to you. God bless.